Ooh, it's Halloween, and so, so we're watching spooky movies. Ooh. Welcome to episode one of our new paranormal podcast. Uh, you can find these episodes at yourmothersucksinhell.com. I'm Ajax Bone, um, Cookie Monster. I'm Saverin Dread. <laughs> You're just a fuzzy wolf. I'm just a fuzzy wolf. I'm the 14th werewolf. <laughs> I'm. No, he's the 13th werewolf. (laughs) The unlucky one. 14 werewolves in this economy? (laughs) Who can afford it? So, hey guys, it's Hello Weekend, and yes, we did watch some spooky movie. We watched one spooky movie. So far. So far, yes. Part of the CCU, the Conjuring Cinematic Universe. We watched The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Which is sort of like jumping onto a Marvel movie after Infinity War. Yeah, it's like, hey, we watched uh, the last one, and it's like, hey, who are all these characters, and why are they coming out of portals, and why are people, like, coming at the side of Captain America with a hammer? What's the hammer? Why do they have this sexy rent boy that lives in their house? Who is this? (laughs) There are many questions that are not answered in The Conjuring 3, especially since, you know, like, I have no familiarity with any of the prior films, which apparently there are eight total films. I thought I had seen all three, all two of them. Apparently there's more than two. (laughs) Yeah, there's The Conjuring 1, 2, and 3. Then there's Annabelle, and then like two more Annabelle films, putting it at six. Who the then fuck is Annabelle? The Nun, and then La Llorona, which is something that came out in 2019. And then, of course, they're doing sequels to The Nun here, mm. apparently. So, Annabelle is their spooky haunted doll, which is like one of their earliest things. So, mm. okay, let's, let's go back to the beginning. The Conjuring films. For if you're unaware, mm-hmm. are based around the real-life exploits of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were famous demonologists in the 1960s through the 1990s or so. They really were big into the whole demon possession and Satanism and stuff, and might be tangentially related and partially responsible for the Satanic Panic in the 80s. Well, probably. You know, there's probably mm. no probably to that, but I don't know direct their connections, but they were part of that whole milieu. Yeah. Um, and these movies are the heavily Christian mythologized horror films based upon their various big case files. Um, the first one was like the, the Amityville House. The second one was the Enfield Poltergeist in uh, the 1970s. I've actually never seen them go to the Amityville House, now that I think about it. Um, I think the first one was like related to it, but not directly to the Amityville House. Like, they talked about it. Yeah, because yeah. that was one of their earlier ones, according to the Wikipedia thing. Because the first one I remember them doing was just some random house with this family, and then I remember them going to this house in britain actually yeah that was the infield poltergeist uh-huh. okay so the eight films in the conjuring universe take place between 1952 and 1981 that's the nun takes place in 52 annabelle creation is the prequel to annabelle which takes place in 1967 the conjuring takes place in 1971 annabelle comes home is set in 1972 1973 is the curse of la llorona the wailing woman of the river which is a very common uh 
Mexican uh, ghost story, and Texan as well. The Conjuring 2 in 77, and then The Conjuring, they'll maybe do it, which is what we watched tonight, Mm. which is the last film that has been released so far in 1981. So yes, this is literally us watching Avengers Endgame, but Ed Lorraine Warren's spoopy Christian mythology ghost horror films. Yeah, and like, I watched the other ones, and they weren't as heavily Christian as this one. Um... Like, like, it was still there. Like, like it was still the background. exorcism without having, like, a lot of Yeah. Stuff. Like, it had the correct amount of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was a little bit more focused on it, though, because it was definitely more satanic and demon-based rather than poltergeist-based, like the other ones had been. Because, mm-hmm. like, the first two were, were poltergeists, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is the first one I've seen. Yeah. This particular film, though, was based upon a particular incident in 1981 where... In real life, a person killed their landlord and then claimed that they were possessed while they did it. Um, And this is the heavily dramatized and fictionalized version of their exploits. But, you know, these are people that recorded and took photos of all their shit, so a lot of the stuff that they... Like, at the end, in the credits, they play some of the audio recordings of the exorcism of a little boy at the start of the film who gets twisted into a pretzel, but he's okay. Yeah. And, like, the movie starts with a bang, because it's like, you're in the house, and then this kid is possessed, and you get to see all this spoopy shit, like, right out the gate. Yeah. It really starts with a bang, and then it kind of goes into, like, a paranormal detective film, almost? Yeah, like, it was really interesting. Yeah. It was almost like, like, when you watch, like, a, a serial killer movie, where you where it's <laughs> like, they're trying to find out who it is, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it goes, goes into that. Yeah, it starts with the kill, basically, and then yeah. goes on to, like, them figuring out, what are their connections? Putting together their murder board. Oh, God, they did have a they, supernatural murder board. They did have... Yeah. And they had their house assistant person, who just has... is listed in the credits by just drew or whatever it's just his name <laughs> it's one of those like well we need to have a couple more characters to help him out let's have a streetwise asian kid in the 1980s okay give him a tracksuit and some aviators and he goes and does some footwork while we're you know doing other things in the film mm-hmm. which i mean you know whatever flinging around holy water we yeah. don't have the internet we need someone to do this yeah yeah <laughs> there's a, like literally a part in the movie where they're like here take these pictures and go mail them to precincts and i'm just like wow that would have taken so long yeah. <laughs> that would have been expensive too yeah <laughs> mailing photos and it would have taken a while then you'd if they have to get the mail and look at it and be like the fuck is this fucking kids pranking half them throw it in the bin mm-hmm. you know it's like oh so, yeah, like, it is interesting because this being set in the 80s, they couldn't do, they couldn't check the internet and be like, oh, this is a fucking creepypasta that some kids, this is fucking Slenderman, huh? They're killing in the name of Slenderman. Nope. This was Satanists. And they had the a... Real shit. They had a spooky basement. And I was like, why didn't Ed just call Lorraine's cell phone to find her? Why didn't he find my friends enabled? Yeah. Why didn't he ping her, her Apple Watch? <laughs> Like, if he had her phone... text to you up? <laughs> he was like, Lorraine! He sends her a text, and he hears the... <laughs> See, like a, like a modern watch, like, this demon just slid into my DMs, and... <laughs> oh, man, that's gotta be a creepypasta story somewhere. <laughs> it's just like, you're, it's just texting you, your mother sucks cocks in hell five billion times. <laughs> I, and I know you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if 
even demons are weirded out by the internet. Just like, man. Furry porn, just like, oh. You know, like, I've been thorn-fucking people in hell for five trillion years, but oof, these furries. It's really hard to torture people these days. They usually tend to be into it. <laughs> Can we hurry this up? I'm shoving a pineapple up Hitler's ass at two. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, little Mickey. The, the movie itself was was certainly enjoyable, and like I thought it was funny because the film heavily dramatizes the events of the story. Like at the climax, mm-hmm. motherfucker is floating in the air. the The windows have all blown out of the the prison infirmary. Yeah. The lights and the sirens are going off, and there's no less than, like, four cops seeing this shit happen. And he still gets convicted of manslaughter. <laughs> he's like, hey, he look. did slaughter a man. I mean, yeah, like, he yeah. did stab the fuck out of the dude. And slaughter so they're like, that bitch like a hog. It's like, alright, look, we saw you floating. We got the videotape footage is real fucked up. We showed it in court, and everyone's like, damn, so we're only gonna sentence you to 20 years. He only got five. He was sentenced to 20, but he only served five. Oh, I thought okay. it said he was sentenced to five. Oh, okay. He okay. said he served five years. Yeah, yeah. In the actual, like, in, in reality, oh. he was sentenced 20, but only served five. And he did marry the, the other gal, and they are still married to this day. Asterisk. They could be dead by now. I don't know. I mean, like... This came out this year. COVID, man. Uh, COVID. Like... <sighs> They're Jesus. married to this day, asterisk, as of this filming. <laughs> as of the release of the movie. <laughs> Not to be too fucking grim, but you never know. Wow. Like, I've never... I'm not, like, a super big horror person, but, like, this was fine. This was fun. Like This was about a thousand times more enjoyable than Dune. Yeah. yeah. Like, we were... There were actually, like, some funny parts to it and stuff. Like, yeah. some of that was us riffing with each other about other horror movies. Yeah, I mean, we were like, keeping it light. We weren't, like, lights off and doing one watch. Ooh, there's the spooky eye, eye glow. I shine in the dark. Like, there weren't that many jump scares. Yeah, but, the, like, we at the beginning, when they're like, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath, and literally, like, the kid hallucinates blood coming out of the shower head, and we all start laughing. Yeah. Because yeah. we're, like, fucking calling it before we see it. Yep. Yeah. And, like, we laughed at the exorcism callback scene where the priest gets out of the cab and looks Stares. up at the house. <laughs> yeah. I think he even has the hat, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then he gets fucking beamed. Yeah. Like, they had this huge ass video camera to record the thing but he was filming from a bad angle so he couldn't see the kid twisting into a pretzel <laughs> there was someone in front of it damn if mm. only if only we could have seen this kid do a no scope 360 out his own ass and like structurally it was it was a little weird because it has that really exciting jolt at the beginning and then it kind of slows down and then it about second half it starts to ramp up again yeah, but, like some of the investigation stuff, I got a little bored with it. I was good with it, but I enjoyed serial killer investigation type films. I mean, and yeah. see, that's it is funny because that's the type of film I didn't want to watch. And right. we picked this one specifically because we didn't want a thriller, and then it had all these thriller elements. Yeah, I mean, it was a very mixed film. Like, it wasn't uh, just straight horror film. Like, you have the spook, but then there's this procedural element where they yeah. had to figure out what's the source of the spook. Yeah, right. It was, it was and then they different. fight the spoop. Because yeah. it was basically finding the murderer. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone put a curse on this family, and they're like, "Well, who did it? And was there a reason behind it?" I mean, all things considered, um, this movie made two hundred two million on like a 
forty million budget, so Damn. It, it made us money. Pandemic, so yeah, it was budget thirty nine million, box office two oh two. So I mean, even if you double that for marketing, they still came out ahead. Yeah, that's, before you know Hollywood math comes into play. That's right. a hell of good, especially for these days. Yeah, because when when did it release? Um, I thought it was this year. Opening weekend. I'm looking. Yeah, June second, twenty twenty one. So. Did it actually get a theatrical release? Then? It apparently got a theatrical release in the U.S. in 2021, in June. So people went to the theater to see this, in addition to seeing it on HBO Max, which is where we watched it. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, Ajax, it's all, this part, part three is on HBO Max, but the first two films are on Netflix? Yeah. And Do I'm they have the Annabelle ones? I have never seen them. Because I think I've specifically searched The Conjuring and not had them come up. Yeah, because, like, that is the fucking fractured nature of streaming services. Like, all right, can I watch The Conjuring Universe? No, you have to have four or six or 69 fucking subscriptions, huh? Well, you have to log into Peacock, where you can watch the first 45 minutes, and then you have to log into Hulu, but then log back out and then clip through the wall into HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) So if I type in Anna... There's Conjuring and Conjuring 2, but Annabelle... Annabelle. Annabelle. Annabelle Annabelle is not. There's Sinister and Sinister 2. Hush. Which is really funny, because, like, for a real long time, they didn't have the original Sinister. They only had, like, Sinister 3. (laughs) Okay, and see, this is this is what pisses me off. It's like, all right, you, we figured, we found out tonight there's eight films in this series, and now we're up to at least three places where we have to go to watch them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's why I never knew the other ones existed. Like I only thought it was the first three, first two. Um, this and is how this like one. Batgirl was like the only Arrowverse show not on Netflix or something, or Peacock. <sighs> or Batgirl. Like I think that's the one you have to pay for. So it's on AMC Plus, which is a Amazon Prime video channel you have to pay for. Ew. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like... No. So that's three. Now, like, what about The Nun? Can you watch The Nun? I have a feeling that's probably going to be AMC 2. Mm. Now, AMC 2 is a separate service from AMC. And, uh, you yeah, make that joke. Yeah, I was literally thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, it's... Yeah, it's 2021. So, so I scroll down. There are two uh, ESPNs, oh. so. <laughs> it's on either TBS or TNT. What? So we're up to four. Oh my god. What I'm saying is that piracy is fine. I was just thinking, there's one streaming service that you can watch them all on. Pirate Bay. Exactly. <laughs> like They had to change their name, though, and now it's B-A-E. Okay. Bay. Like, you know, we know enough people that do enough piracy that we could find out how to watch it. But we're not going to name names because we're not narcs. But it is one of those things where it's like, <laughs> we're trying, like, how the fuck do you watch these movies? And the answer is you don't. Until... Honestly, that's where I am. It's just like, I don't care enough. <laughs> there's always so much content. Yeah. yeah I'll, Daddy will give me some content. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> and I found that, like, when I'm paying for streaming services, like it's so much easier to justify the cost when you just pay it for, for a year 
Like it was like a hundred and ten, a hundred and twenty dollars to just pay for HBO Max for a year, and I'm like, okay, well that is a lot easier pill to swallow than fifteen bucks a month on one of my credit cards, because you got like two months free. Yeah, well, I mean, plus like we watched Dune, all three of us saw Dune, which you know that that's at least five dollars worth. Yeah, and like, but like, <laughs> most of us watched. If we had like, gone to a movie theater to watch it, it would have been. That would have been at least, least thirty dollars for us each, and then you have concessions and all that stuff. That's another thirty, so sixty. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie is like twenty, but yeah. So yeah, we're, oh, we're, I'm thinking of Michigan ticket prices. Oh, the thirty dollars ticket. The first prices? run movie here is no. Ten. I'm talking about for all three of us. Oh, okay. Oh no, right. it'd be like sixteen, seventeen, maybe twenty a piece now. Yeah. First run at the West Cinemark, West Plano, like. They, those prices had gone up. If you want to watch it in digital XD. In digital Lamau. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to go to a movie theater anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like with Panther and I, we're just like, we'll wait until it comes out on iTunes or we'll wait till it comes out on a streaming service we pay for or I just pirate it. I will happily pay 30 bucks to watch a movie in the comfort of my own home. I mean, yeah. we fucking played for Black Widow that way. I, I did mean, it for... Um, the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. And like right. I like last last week when we watched Dune, we were like, we could pause it, take a break, take a breather, have some wine, be like, Jesus Christ, there's still 18 minutes left in this uh, film. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can pause it, you can walk away for a second. Like that's the main benefit. It's like, oh no, I'm not watching it on a screen bigger than fucking God. But who cares? And you can fit as many people into your living room as you want at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and you can, in pizza, well, uh, you and, can get a full-ass pizza for the price of two slices. And the thing yeah. is, is that you don't need a fucking imax size screen because we're not in a fucking theater four times the size of this house. It's like three of us in a X number square foot living room watching, what is that, a 60-inch TV or 56? large. Yeah, it's when you got at your office. And it's I like, went in a raffle. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, this is more than enough screen real estate for us to just sit on a couch and enjoy a movie. Yeah. We're basic bitches. We're even using the built-in fucking sound on the TV. <laughs> I mean, it's not... I'm not going to go down that path. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we don't have, like, the Dolby... Six one seven one eight one whatever it is now sound speakers in the ceiling yeah yeah I mean that'd be kind of cool setup but all right I'm not don't really have that you can book the contractor for that one fuck that I'm not really that invested after going through five plumbers in two days I kind of don't want to make any more calls our garbage disposal is haunted oh that's no good. Do you get the little black goo-covered hand that reaches out and tries to grab you and pull it in, turn it on? <laughs> no, just water seeps everywhere. Ugh. Yeah. Is yeah. it ghost water? Literally had a fucking Home Depot bucket underneath the sink catching all oh, the... Oh, is it like the black goop that drips into the crawl space? That's what the thing looked like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tying need, it all you back. Need, you need to find... Go, you need to demon. go into the crawl space under this house and figure out where the demon totem is. <laughs> it's like it's a slab foundation, so get a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't New England. We don't have fucking people. Oh, we should watch Holes. Here. I'm not in the mood for porn. <laughs> it was a Shia LaBeouf movie from the oh, early well, 2000s. I'm just like, you mean he act- literally just goes into the desert and digs holes. You mean actual that's... cannibal Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, of course. That's, that's not spooky at all. 
Well, he does why, drink some real old onion water. Why don't we pause this and then we can go and uh, watch, watch another movie? Spooky. Okay. So here we are, an hour and a half later, I guess. Episode two of your mother sucks cocks in hell dot com. Yeah. Um. So the the first movie watched Conjuring three, The Devil Made Me Do It. You know, that was. Relatively light compared to what we watched as our second movie tonight, mm-hmm. um, with a much better love story. <laughs> so we decided, because I had never seen it, to watch the original Hellraiser. You know what? I realized I never. I don't think I've ever seen it before. Either. Neither had I. Like the only reason it was vaguely in my consciousness was that it was in Dead by Daylight, and then Clive Barker is regaining the rights to the film, so the current rights holders were like, oh shit, we're gonna make some NFTs of Pinhead, but give him, like, a beanie hat or sunglasses and a cigarette. I'm not even shitting you. Oh my my god. God, It is the worst. It's just to fuck over the writer. Yeah, it's just to fuck over Clive Barker. Um, God. So that was that shitty, um, and I guess I can see why the characters I don't know have man. a cult following. Yeah, the Cineforms were the good guys. The Cenobites were, yeah, actually uh, kind of the good guys. So cause... what's funny is my my mom could never quite say Cenobites, so she just called them the Cinnabons. Yeah, Cinnabons. I'm gonna call them. <laughs> we have Cinnabons. such goop to show you. <laughs> but yeah, like Frank and. Kirstie? Character no, Larry. Larry was the the normal guy. Yeah, depends. Frank. Well, yeah, until the end. So, yeah, Frank was the dead guy. And then there was like Julia, and then Kirstie was the daughter. Yeah, but yeah, like the Cenobites were kind of the uh, the good guys, sort of. Well, they like, did. They, they the did want to like tear Kirstie's soul apart too they would have totally done it if she hadn't like used done the, the well, box thing it's yeah. really interesting because like there's a comic version of the Cenoform Cenobites um, the Cenobites uh, where like this girl who's like been kidnapped and sexually abused summons them by accident mm-hmm. and then they go just eat her kidnapper and rapist and that's the person they drag back to hell yeah oh nice they're like the angels yeah yeah angels to some devils to others yep but yeah like i'd never seen it and this was definitely not technically a british video nasty like it wasn't banned in the uk but it was banned in ontario and like in the u.s it got an x rating before they cut some stuff yeah they had to cut out the sex and some of the violence like, so I was just reading Ajax a bit from the wiki, which you may have saw, how originally Clive Barker had a much more explicit flashback scene between Frank and Julia, and I, I laughed out loud at this line. I had a much more explicit sexual encounter between Frank and Julia, but they said, no, let's take out the sodomy and put it in the flick knife. Okay. Uh, he sure fucking loved his flick knife. Yeah, so the whole thing with using the, the knife to like cut open her bra strap and stuff like that was in there because originally there was sodomy and they made him take well, it out. It's a metaphor for an erection. It's just flick. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to put this knife somewhere. Ew. I like, mean, yeah. I have to say that like the couple, Frank and Julia or whatever, had like negative chemistry yep like the house was nasty as shit Uh like 
they set the movie in the U.S., even though it was filmed in the U.K. So they have this nasty old British, like, loft house, I guess. Because it wasn't, like, the whole big house. It was, like, the just this apartment in a row house. Like, because you only see a few rooms mm. in that horrible staircase. Yeah. And that was it. Like, it, it shows this exterior this big house, but you only ever see this tiny little space inside it that mm. looks nasty as hell. Yeah, like, everything in that movie is just so nasty. It's grimy and... I didn't get that. Could you try again? It's, uh... I'm, I'm saying the movie's gross, Siri. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's it's a movie that was designed to be seen on shitty TVs and syndication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, the character effects and stuff, like, they don't exactly not hold up, but, like, mm. you can kind of tell that it's foam and rubber, but the thing is, when it was filmed, this was high fucking tech. Like, this was all practical effects, and they had to just kind of wing it. Like, the reconstruction scene where he comes back from being just goop. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. It <laughs> suffers from it being the trailblazer. Yeah. It was the... No, Hellraiser. Hellraiser now. I need to <laughs> I'm just um, But, like, it was the first movie of its kind to really do something like this. Or at least... That has perforated into the public consciousness. Yeah, there's ten of these fucking films. Yeah, it's mm. the cornerstone that other horror movies built upon. Like, like a great example of that is in Cabin in the Woods, when like one of their options to be cursed that night is actually to pick up the pinhead box. Um, yeah, and like you actually see a version, a spoof version of him in the movie at one point. It was a story about a nasty old dude who. It was made under the working title of Sadomasochist from Beyond the Grave. (laughs) Oh, that was the working title? Yeah, (laughs) that was the original working title. I mean, it was not on a budget of $900,000. And so, like, it was... That was 1980s money, though. That's, like, billions. It was 87, so, yeah. It's probably a couple of million today. Painfully 80s. Oh, man, the shirt the friend is wearing at the end. Or, well, I mean, even... And her hair... Uh, her, Julia's hair. Julia's hair, Julia's suits. Her padded uh, shoulders. Yeah. Like, just, everything in that movie is gross. Yeah. Like, the subway scene with all the, like, the, blood the, smears and poop smears in the, the head store even was gross. Yeah. Like, they made it gross by the, the vagrant coming in and, like, sticking his hand in the cricket box and eating some. It was pretty gross before then, too. Yeah. Because it was that tiny shoebox size um, pet store that has way too many animals in it. Yeah. And Probably there's smelled a smell. Awful. Yeah, I could smell that scene. Yeah. You know, it's like the scene in um, Outbreak. With the dude and the monkey. Oh, yeah. But the worse. Deadly metabolite. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I I can't say Live I. Am... the eight. He's terrified. He's masturbating. Yeah, but it's out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't say I enjoyed the film, but I, I watched the film. I would, like, at the end when they're, like, tearing him, like, that's a gross practical effect. Ugh. Like, it wasn't even. I don't know. It's. I mean, it suffered from being in HD. Yeah, honestly, if we'd watched it on like a shitty CRT in 1995, on we a would VHS have been blown tape, away. Yeah, you know, like H. Bomber guy does that great video about movies like that. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. And like, like, pretty much just sums up being in HD on a 60 inch television in 2021 makes it suffer. Yeah, legendarily suffer. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely a movie that needs a reboot. Um, I mean, so the remake was announced in 2006 and has just not gone anywhere. So. Ah, okay, then. <laughs> also, uh, the other things Aaron said about the the NFT shit, like they're clearly trying to like claw back the rights. Well, because like they also did a deal outside of Clive Barker, they put help the put Pinhead into Dead by Daylight as one of the killers. Mm-hmm. That money goes to the current rights holder and not to him. Which also got Dead by Daylight embroiled with the NFT shit too. Oh, so man. that made their fan base very unhappy. Like motherfuckers are really trying to push this nonsense. Yeah. But people are not getting into it except for brain dead fucking crypto dorks. You know what's really interesting about these two movies is that the couple from The Conjuring had so much better on-screen chemistry than anyone in fucking Hellraiser. Mm. Like, you could just tell that they loved each other. That's a very interesting theme throughout The Conjuring movies that I found, for, especially when it deals with that particular couple from the main series. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of tell how much they love each other by just the small stuff they do for each other. Yeah. And it's a very sweet romantic relationship. Like... They were fundy Christian people who believed in demons, so they might not have been the best people, but they at least cared for each other. But yeah, even like, like you know, in, in Hellraiser, like Julia's cheating on her husband and supposedly loves Frank, the walking corpse. But like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when your when your boyfriend's dead and you're trying to bring him back to life with the blood of others, it's just it's just an awkward situation. And like, because he wants to touch you, but he's all gooey and not in a fun way. Yeah, and it's, I, it struck me that like having watched Lucifer, the TV series that's now on like Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, like his goopy ass devil face looks a lot like the mostly reconstituted dude in Hellraiser. Mm. I'm sure there's probably some connection there, but you know, like it reminded me of that. It's yeah. actually just what a human looks like when they've been skinned. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's that see parts of the skull, parts of it clearly muscle, then there's like the blood oh. goop and stuff. No. It's a very gooey movie. Like, they wanted to gross people out with the goop factor. Like, there mm-hmm. was a lot of fluid in this movie, mm-hmm. and it was not great. Like, it was good practical effect-wise. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that for a movie like that... Like made in the eighties, practical effects that may not hold up as well in the twenty first century. Like you really have to grow up watching gross out horror movies and have discovered that movie when you were like twelve. Here's the other thing though, it didn't even gross me out because I've seen so much worse. Right. Like it just like it was like like, I appreciated it on a level, but I grew up watching, like, the Freddy and Jason films. Yeah, and I can't stand those. Ah. Except for, like, Jason in Space. You enjoyed that one. When I was, like, 15. I haven't been able to watch it since. Aw. Eh. Like, I remember watching it on Sci-Fi Network, and that was about it. Mm. But it's just, like, I've never been big into guy behind mask murder stuff because they have a very certain feel to them whereas this movie was guy without face murderer yeah but it was the same ethos of this person is just fundamentally evil and they're just doing evil things to be an evil person Mm. 
Like, I like poltergeists, <laughs> monsters, stuff like that, because they're not... They don't really have a lot of control over their own actions. A lot of the time, it's, like, if it's a ghost, it's somebody who's reliving their death over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And they might be out to get someone, but it's just the echo of what they were. It's not the person that actually existed before, in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, with monsters, it's they're just another species. They're doing what's instinctual to them, whether it be fucking Dalmatians in the park, um, like in the 14 werewolf scenario. I was like, what are we doing to Dalmatians in a park? Wait, (laughs) he's all as a Dalmatian, even though he's like 98% wolf DNA at this point. Yeah. Um, Does it count if you ingest it? Apparently so. I was like, I didn't know they'd made like a, like a third live action 101 Dalmatians and Disney went in a very different direction this time. But like monster flicks are like man versus nature kind of stuff like that. They were like, people didn't really respond to like trying to make Cruella DeVille a good guy. So let's just throw 14 throbbing knots in there and see. Yeah. I don't think it was making her a good guy. I think it was just sad, dumb backstory. Like, I didn't read the summary or give it any Explain why she's, she's fucked up. Yeah, like, why do you hate Dalmatians so much? That's fucking weird. Trauma! And someone's like, a Dalmatian killed my mom! And they said it as a joke, and apparently that's really what it is. They're like, what the fuck? I was kidding. Uh, Um... You but, should not be writing scripts based on people's shitpost tweets. <laughs> that entire movie is just a shitpost. But, like, I'm looking at the page here for the many, many Hellraiser films, and, like, in 2011, the Weinstein Company literally slapped together a movie in three weeks to, uh, two weeks for 300000 bucks to, like, and showed it in one theater as a films thing that was open to people to come see, and then they put it out on DVD, I guess, um, in 2011. And was it just to, like, re-up the yeah, contract yep. rights? it was just to re-up the rights. Like, the Hellraiser films have been through some fuckery. <sighs> um, then there was one in 2018, and then now there's going to be one in Hulu that's supposed to come out in 2021, but... I hope he gets some money somewhere on the line for Yeah, like, I gotta say that... It's weird that it's gone this long, but also not surprising. Because, I mean, like, Jason got how many films? Freddy got how many films? Like, Hell Halloween's gotten, like, three reboots at this point. Yeah. Many series. There's so many Halloween movies I haven't seen at this point. Like, I saw, like, the first six, and then I saw, like, the first Halloween H2O. um, And I haven't seen Halloween Water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a joke at the time, and, like get wet i haven't seen any of them since then i mean i'm not like when we watched friday the 13th probably last well 2019 that was the first time i'd seen that film like was it the first one we watched yeah yeah that's right the first one and like i hadn't seen that before there's a lot of movies that i haven't watched and hellraiser was one of them so i can tick it off the list i guess you ever watched nightmare on elm street any of them no like us watching it together was literally the first time like I haven't worked, watched any of the Friday Thirteenth film or what Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, that was the first one. I haven't watched any of the Friday the Thirteenth films except for Jason X. Yeah, and only in bits and pieces, like that I caught it while browsing through cable at a friend's place at two in the morning. Like I actually, Jason X is the only good one. 
I mean, <laughs> he puts that chick's face into liquid nitrogen and smashes it on the countertop, and then he crashes the ship into a fucking space station because it's in the space future. Machete mm, made out of nanite titanium. Yeah, like, it's dumb as shit. They rebuild it's, it's out the of nanotech. only nanotech. reason it's good. <laughs> it's, just, it's so over-the-top and ridiculous that, that I love it. Yeah. It's a it's a sci-fi movie. It's not really a yeah, it, it's It's basically movie. an alien movie. It's yeah. it's space it's monster and spaceship. Well, I mean, you like, know. you know, any time a monster movie franchise goes long enough, they gotta go to the hood or to space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well no, see like the leprechaun like leprechaun. Leprechaun like, four was in the hood and, and five was Leprechaun in space. Yeah, something like that. I only ever saw the first one. I saw a couple of them. Um Jason X. Like I don't know space. if I don't know if Freddy ever went to space, but he was certainly in the hood at some point, I'm sure. Mm. I mean there was Jason- in the space between Almost the space mm. hood. And uh yeah, Fast and Furious Nine, uh two of them literally go to space. In a car. You're fucking with me. No. I am not fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> they drive a car through a satellite to disable it. Oh, if only we could see that with fucking Facebook. Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's... <laughs> yeah, I love how you're just like, no. No, you're fucking with me. You know, <laughs> there is a Tesla up there. We could just crash the tesla into the facebook satellites and just solve a lot of problems all at once Uh, okay yeah i've never seen any of the fast and furious films either which is really funny because like several films take place before the original film and in the original film they were trying to hijack an 18 wheeler with vhs vcr televisions in it they they don't take place before the original film it goes one two three character dies character was popular Four, five, six, seven, and eight take place between two and three. Oh. And then he comes back officially in like nine and he's not dead. Spoiler for. He's like. Oh, man, seeing them go back to Tokyo Drift with the actor that played himself at, at like 17 and then come back when he's like in his 30s and like he did not age. You can tell that he was not as young as he was in the first movie. <laughs> I mean, because in real life it had been like 20 years or something. Yeah, and yeah. they shot the scene as if, as if it had just happened like days ago. <laughs> so he's in his 30s. He had a really rough weekend, okay? Yeah. His mentor dies. Just, yeah. So we have ticked one off the box. Of the two, I thought The Conjuring was better. Yeah, The Conjuring is a very solid um, series. I'm I'm not a horror fan. Right. We watched it because, ooh, spoopy season. I'm sure I would rage at you if this was one of those that I'd grown up with or whatever, but it's not. So I was like, yeah, The Conjuring was the... I mean, the, like, if we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom with Ajax and he said he hated it, I'd be like, but I watched the shit out of that as a kid. But I can also recognize that's not a great film. And also no, pretty racist. That one. Like, I saw the TV version, though, so a lot of the racism might have been cut out. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, there's going to be... I, I understand. They took the children. Well, that's why I really like the idea of the reboot, where it's... The, like, kid that was Indy's sidekick, like, stealing from the museums to give the items back to the tribes. Oh, yeah. Were, <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah. The reverse yeah. Indiana Jones. The like, reverse Tomb Raider. The Tomb Returner. <laughs> like, it would have been so fucking badass. Like, because he would have had to... It would have been, like, Ocean's Eleven, but they could have had, like, 
temple traps guarding the museum and just like it, it would have yeah. been fucking awesome see I enjoyed the Ocean's movie because they're all stealing from rich people oh yeah, yeah. I like the Ocean's movie too I'm just saying I've watched like the, at least the first three with Panther we both enjoy those it was like yeah. a three pack for ten bucks on iTunes so right know, yeah he, he loves doing that shit wait a few years you'll, you'll get a deal on iTunes he bought Avatar for five bucks and I'm like I don't remember a thing about that film did you ever watch Dances with Wolves? No. I, I mean, I've seen the film because it was like a big fucking thing and it was 3D and woo, and my, my eyes fucking hurt like 10 minutes in. So. Yeah, they made a huge deal about it and like maybe for the film industry, the technology was groundbreaking. I, I don't know. Now it's just a film that people freak the fuck out over that hasn't really held up. And it's, it was a cultural blip. The problem yeah, with that they tried to make a bigger deal. The problem with it was it suffered from content death. There was only that one movie for so many years that it fell out of the public consciousness. Yeah. yeah. If they had managed to make a movie like two years later. Yeah, it wasn't later, like Game of Thrones where like the last season sucked ass and the ending made everybody mad so they forgot about it. Yeah. Like, because. Who the fuck talks about Game of Thrones anymore? Yeah, I honestly forgot it existed until you said something. They're they're making a prequel series, Matt Smith's on Gag me with a spoon. I listened to a podcast today that was uh, Retronauts's, because technically it's retro, it's over ten years old now. Game uh, of Thrones? No, Skyrim. Oh. Oh, thank God. I was like, oh God, no, it can't be that old. <laughs> Skyrim came out the year after Game of Thrones. So, yes, it is retro as well by those metrics. Um, Not the final season. Like, maybe no, but the first season. The first season. Um, and so, like, they were talking about Skyrim as a cultural thing and why it endured so well because it was it hit at the same time that that was big. Uh-huh. And Todd Howard will never stop releasing it. So, you know, when we get the PlayStation 7 and the smoldering ruins of Neo Dallas... Um, it will have Skyrim on it, well, and you can fuck the dragons. See, the reason Skyrim is so enduring is it never ends. Yeah. Like, there are so many different ways to play that game, and it's so fucking pretty. And so like, modded. Yeah, like, you can just fucking get lost in that game for fucking hours and hours. Like, thinking about that game, I can still think of all of the fucking beautiful set pieces and all of the, like little intricate things that you could find compare that to fallout 4 which was hot ass where everything yeah. looked like shit no decisions you made were good and everything was bad all the time it was like watching dune again yeah worse well, than like, dune <laughs> i will admit that listening to that podcast made me think i could reinstall that and put another 100 hours in fuck um but like that's a game that holds up that sticks in the memory while avatar to get back to movies and not video games, so Fuzz can rejoin the conversation. Uh, I did uh, <laughs> did not, yeah. and yeah, like these things that they tried to make it a big fucking deal, and then just pfft, like we're doing five more films. All right, fucking Should show have been me on that shit two yeah, years like, after the first one. It was came done. out in like what twenty ten or whatever. Yeah, like, you should have had that shit by twenty thirteen at the latest. Disney built a fucking Avatar land in Animal Kingdom because they thought it was going to be the next hotness. Yeah. James Cameron didn't release the other movies. And... Like, there's fucking kids that are like, "What is this?" Yeah, I mean, it's just... I don't know why he's still talking about doing like five more movies or whatever. Like, as of like a couple years ago, last I heard, and I'm like, people don't remember or care about this film anymore. Like, 
Why I mean, you... I'd watch a sequel. It was cool. Eh. Eh. I, I don't care it. about it that much. Maybe. I mean, if Sigourney Weaver's character survived the film, and she's a lot older now. Sigourney Weaver was that? Oh, yeah. She was a very important part. Yeah, she was like one of the... She was like the main developer of the Avatar body system. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't even remember she was in there. Exactly. It's like that little impact. It's yeah. It's like yeah. fucking Weaver. I remember her. She ain't seen her the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. The actress plays Gamora and Uhura played the um, main cat lady. There was some gif I saw today Nobby. from Eternals that was some other older actress being doing some green screen shit and people are like oh can't wait to see this badass film unfortunately i'll have to wait 45 days for it how close are we to the end of the 45 days for shang chi and the legends of firing uh, it still feels rings. like too fucking long pretty soon like i think they posted about it where it's like oh it's coming soon but like and now they're starting to promote eternals and i'm like slow your roll there kids i haven't seen 10 rings yet so. i mean I, I haven't. I haven't even seen the fucking final Avengers film. I just don't care that much anymore. Like, I'll get around to watching it. I guess it's like three hours long, though. You haven't watched Endgame. I have not watched the most recent Avengers film where they unfuck the universe. Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, it, uh, it's, yeah, I care a lot. If you're, <laughs> if you're not into it, you're not into it. And I mean, right, that's I'll fine. watch it. Like, I like the Spider-Man films. But like, my films are real good. But it's also one of those things where it's like familiarity with the stuff. Yeah. Like, Shang-Chi, I haven't heard about it, but it's a standalone film. Cool. I'll watch it. Yeah. But like, Eternals? Don't know a thing about it. And there's names like Klepo and Gligor and shit, you know? I don't know who these characters' names are. They have nonsensical names. Like, what are they up to? I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I didn't know who anyone in Guardians of the Galaxy was. I, yeah. yeah. But... They, you know, posited as a space opera, not these are people that have been on Earth guiding humanity. And then it's like, well, then why did all this bad shit happen? Because they God, go away a lot. God's work in the series. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like, yeah, Eternals coming in. They're trying to fucking do the Ghostbusters 2016 thing. They hate it because there's women. Like, I liked Ghostbusters 2016. It was fine. But so the, sad. We'll never get another. The people that are like, oh, you hate it because it has Disney's first gay couple. You know, it's the Disney's first gay couple in the last ten films, right? Yeah. But, eh, I don't, again, I don't care that much about it. I just see the people talking about it on Twitter and go, okay, you're really investing a lot in conspicuous consumption as morality. Just because you watch the Disney movie that's Kate, the, the Eternals and the CG and they have the gay people that they can be cropped out in 4x3 for China doesn't make you a good person, okay? But, you know, whatever. So yeah, Conjuring 3, pretty good. Hellraiser, eh. Eternals, yeah. eh. You know what? Well, it, if it shows up on Disney+, Plus, we'll watch it, alright? But... I'll watch it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally watching Ten Rings and then Eternals. I would watch yeah, Ten I Rings. I would watch them now if I could. You know why? Because we have Disney Plus and I'm not going to a fucking movie theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll watch Shang-Chi because it looks like a cool kung fu film and I heard a guy good reviews. Yeah. So, sure, I'm interested in watching that one. So, we'll get around to it when it comes out, okay? Yeah, yeah. And we can have ourselves a kung fu fight night. Woo! Remember when we watched Dead or Alive? Yeah. Yeah, we watched that together. Yeah, um, that reminds me. Remember that uh, one. Do you remember Army of the Dead? Yeah, never seen it. That's getting a sequel called Army of Thieves, which is a prequel. Sure. Oh. I have not seen any of those films with Bruce Campbell. 
No, this no, dude, you're way off base. Army, okay. this is a zombie film that they made uh, uh, for Netflix. Uh, Zack Snyder directed. It is like, um, well, then what are the Bruce Campbell films? Because don't they have an Army also? of Darkness oh. and the Evil Dead movies? Okay, oh. Evil Dead. I, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Zombie films. Hot well, garbage. this see, the 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 last the last one uh, was the it was a zombie heist movie because the conceit is that it takes place after the zombie wars and they've got all the zombies are walled off in Las Vegas, so the rest of America and the world is rolling along just fine. So money is still a thing, and someone's like, "I'm gonna pay you guys to like, break into the walled city." And steal this money out of the fucking casino um, vault, basically, before they nuke it. Because the government is planning to nuke Vegas and finally destroy all the zombies. Uh, and the main character is Dave Bautista. Um, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in Blade Runner 2049. He was in Dune. He was in Dune. So yeah, I I like him as an actor. Um, also, there was this was the one that had the whole interesting drama of there was a character, and it turned out that the actor in real life had done some cancelable shit. I don't remember if it was domestic violence or sexual assault or, or racism. I don't remember. The answer is probably yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Netflix, like, to their credit, decided to remove him from the already finished movie. And cast someone else in that role, and they cast Tig Notaro, who is in Star Trek Discovery, and she is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. And the thing is, she it, her scenes were all filmed during COVID, <clears throat> so she had to film like after the rest of the movie was made, and then they digitally inserted her into the crowd scenes. But most of her scenes are separate. She's the She's the pilot, so she's working on the chopper, which is on the roof, and, she, and her character is separate from everybody else, which is easy to do. You could shoot that with just her. Yeah. Great. But there's, like, early scenes where we're all, like, walking down a hallway together with guns, and, like, apparently Netflix threw, like, a couple of million dollars to, like, digitally replace this guy who was shitty with another actor, which is... It was so fucking great. Yeah. Like, I had yeah. no idea they had done that until Fuzz told me afterwards. Yeah. It, it I, was really good. I told him afterwards to see if it was noticeable or not, and I watched it no, having read the story, and it's like, no, it's actually... I didn't really think it was noticeable, you know? Uh, That's cool. Yeah. So, hey, yo, if you fuck up, we could just straight up edit you out of a fucking movie and I replace mean, you. <laughs> um, the end of the most recent season of uh, Expanse. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, he just straight up and died and they edited in some blood spots. Well, what but... was weird about that is, like, me and Fuzz were watching it and we're like, that death seemed really weird and really sudden and why was there yeah. so much CGI? And then and we apparently Googled the it, news like... had been out for, like, a year and a half, but, like, neither of us had, like, read up on it in real yeah. life or it hadn't hit our Twitter feeds. We are like, oh, that's why it just felt so unnatural in a storytelling kind of way. It's like, oh, this was a... Oh, we gotta get rid of this fucking actor. And it was like, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, I totally did. understood after I read up on what had actually happened in the real world. But watching yeah. it, they did what the, they did as best as they could with what they had. Um, Bitch, wake up. 
Honestly, other shows have just recast a character and Hang on. it's been fine. <laughs> well, I was Ajax Bone Daddy Coriander. I was Saffron Dread, I think I said an hour ago. <laughs> I was Fuzz Awoo. Yes. <laughs> we have closed the box and we are done for the night because it is now 12:19 a.m. and we are old we we're both yawning and then like my laptop was like hey bitch i'm gonna just turn the screen off and not come back on <laughs> but it still recorded like it recorded me going laptop what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and whatever your so, laptop just canceled you i guess mm-hmm. whatever good night people a woo